I'm Caitlin. I'm Rachel. I'm Emmy. So it's fellowship time. That's the rumor. There's a fellowship, and there's a ring. Some elves are getting up to stuff, and I guess a few hobbits. I, li- I like hobbits. <laughs> I've always felt actually a good kinship with hobbits, because they eat and they drink. And sends him on a quest. Gandalf super doesn't really want Frodo to get out of the house. Suck it, Gandalf. Pipeweed? Pull up an armchair, grab a pipe and a pint from the green dragon. So you want to read Tolkien? Reading The Fellowship of the Ring. Alright, here we are for... Shit. Oh, book two, chapter <laughs> five. <laughs> I wrote it down and everything! Yeah, I was gonna say the episode number. Oh yeah, but then There's I re- too. remembered we don't we don't really do that. I was thinking of my other podcast. Anyways, try again. Book two. Yes, here we are for chapter. Fuck. Here we are <laughs> for book two. Ch- no, I'm just. <sighs> Should we just kick so. you off for this week? <laughs> <laughs> book yeah, two, maybe. chapter five, the Bridge of Kazadum. Yeah, that's gonna be. A big old mess. But let's leave it. Future Caitlin's problem. <laughs> Poor future Caitlin. Yeah. We're back after a week off. And I really liked this chapter. So let's dive into it, shall we? Let's do we it. shall. Characters. The fellowship is all still here. They're all alive. They're all good. Everything's fine and dandy. The full fellowship. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, Gandalf? Aragorn, Boromir, Legolas, Gimli, Frodo, Sam, Mary Pippin. There we go. Good. Yep. Well done. And then we meet Durin's Bane, who is a creature of shadow and fire, a Balrog. And then we hear about the fate of Balin and Oin and Ori, dwarves from the Hobbit. Oin would be Gimli's uncle. Uh, they're all dead. And there yep. are various cave trolls, orcs, and other baddies. Um, this week's short summary is fairly simple. Um, we're in the tomb of Balin in Moria, and the company has just discovered the fate of the dwarves who tried to retake the mines and almost suffer the exact same end. Yep. Now, in the book, it doesn't play out exactly the same as it does in the movie. Nope. But in the movie, it bothers the shit out of me because they read the account in the book and then they do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. That caused, you know, all the dead bodies. Oh, oh, it bothers me so much. But it's different in the book, and they're smarter. Yep. Which makes it a little bit more sad, but, you know. And we will get to what exactly they did next. Rachel? (laughs) So, um, yeah, the chapter begins with a really tender moment, actually, where Frodo reminisces about Balin's friendship with Bilbo and how Balin actually visited the Shire once. Um, and there's this great line of that in that dusky chamber in the mountains, it seemed a thousand years ago and on the other side of the world. There's a lot of good lines in this chapter. It's a really good chapter. Um, but yeah, just sort of one of those moments of Frodo realizing exactly what this experience is going to be like. Um, so the group looks around investigating what happened and they find many bones and broken weapons along with a crumbling book. The book tells the tale of the coming of the dwarves to retake Moria. They drove out a bunch of orcs, and Balin took his seat in the chamber of Mazargul, aka the Chamber of Records, where the company is now. 
Uh, the book then tells of Fallen being slain by an orc five years after coming to Moria. Very sad. Um, and it's been like 30 years, right? Yep. Yeah, they came yeah. like 30 years ago, but they just haven't known what's happened. And yeah. So he's been dead for 25 years. Real sad. The book also describes the uh, final downfall of the dwarves. Um, and so, of course, right, we cannot get out. We cannot get out. They have taken the bridge in Second Hall. Uh, the pool is up to the wall at Westgate. The watcher in the water took oin. We cannot get out. The end comes. Drums. Drums in the deep. They are coming. And that's that. Um, so good. Yeah, so good. And I like that little bit. I mean, it's so sad about Oin, but... Mm -hmm. um, but so good. that he got eaten by the tentacle monster. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that it sounded is creepier than I... <laughs> and I, I like that it... Because again, in the movie, you'd be tempted to wonder why the dwarves didn't just leave. Yeah, like, <laughs> they couldn't. They tried. Yeah. He clearly tried to go out the west side, and the water was Tide high. Was high. The... the watcher in the water is so ominous. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Anyway, yes, they had, as I'm noting, they had uh, attempted to make a last stand by both doors, but almost everyone was dead at that point, and it failed miserably. Um... This happens so, to dwarves a lot, I feel. I mean, they're very stubborn. True. Yeah. So, of course, after reading that, everyone's like, mm, okay, time to go. Uh, <laughs> let's and leave Gan now. Yeah. And Gandalf is like, and I know where we are now, so let's get to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but before they can, boom, comes a drum. And the company prepares for battle as doom, boom, doom went the drums in the deep. AKA, like, my favorite line in this I was whole gonna chapter. say, um, mine just says DOOM in large letters, and the moment I read that, I went, oh, Rachel's gonna have fun. Yep. Oh, this, it's, the whole way through, the booms are described, they're ringing out DOOM, so endless DOOM. Um, but yeah, it's some... Like, it, it is, this has to be your favorite chapter, basically. It's my favorite By chapter law. ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Gandalf sends out a flash of light and reports back uh, many orcs, some Uruks of Mordor, and a cave troll are coming. Uh, so their plan, rather than defending Voldors, is to barricade the west door, where the enemies are attacking from, and leave the east door open to flee outward from that end. Um, after barricading the west door, a large blow and a great flat toeless foot forces the door open. Uh, Boromir attacks it with his sword, but it bounces back and actually notches the blade. Frodo heroically yells, The Shire! and stabs it with Sting. And it works. Yay! Yay, Frodo. His one hero moment here. Woo! Like, classic hero. So good. Uh, so I after love Frodo. <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, so after that, everyone is, you know, buoyed by Frodo's awesomeness. And many orcs come in. Uh, the door, but meet death at the hands of Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, and Boromir, and even Sam kills one. Yay, uh, Sam! Woohoo! Uh, after turning away the tide, an orc chieftain leaps into the chamber, avoids Boromir and Aragorn both, and thrusts his spear right at Frodo, hurling him back and pinning him to the wall. Uh, Aragorn kills the orc chieftain with a mighty blow, and then picks up Frodo to carry his body away. And also, Gimli has to be dragged away from the tomb. It's really sad but as they are leaving and descending the stair frodo exclaims that he's all right and aragorn is so amazed that 
Frodo's alive because he had been sure that Frodo was dead and was just cradling his dead body to carry it out. Romance. <laughs> so good. Everyone <laughs> loves Frodo. Especially Aragorn. Especially Aragorn. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> um, so everyone runs down the stairs except for Gandalf, who stays to hold the door. Eventually he comes flying down the stair, uh, weakened and shaken by what he met back there. Uh, they run down many stairs, working their way toward the exit. After seven flights, the group stops, and Gandalf explains that he, quote, found himself suddenly faced by something that he had not met before. He tried to put a shutting spell on the door, uh, and on the other side, the orcs said, gosh, something like that, um, which means fire, <laughs> uh, and then a terrible presence came into the room. What it was, I cannot guess, but I have never felt such a challenge. The counterspell was terrible. It nearly broke me. For an instant, the door left my control and began to open. I had to speak a word of command. That proved too great a strain. The door burst in pieces. Something dark as a cloud was blocking out all the light inside, and I was thrown backwards down the stairs. All the wall gave way, and the roof of the chamber as well, I think. So yeah. I like this because it gives an insight into what Gandalf can do. Mm -hmm. Like, he can just cast a spell to lock a door, but also speak a word of command. Command, What's capital it? C. Yes. We still don't totally know what it is, but yeah, it's our only... For being a book with magic in it, we don't a actually get the rules of magic really ever. Yeah. You know? Which I guess is kind of nice because it leaves it mysterious. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we get a little hint at, at Gandalf's power and also a little bit of terror at, oh my gosh, what's this thing that is too great for even Gandalf? Um, but also, yep, so they're blocked by the, the fallen rock, but also... Balin is now buried forevermore. Womp womp. Poor Balin. Yeah. Um, so Toth then uh, turns to Frodo and how he's not dead when he should have been completely skewered. <laughs> and Aragorn comments uh, that hobbits are tough. And he remarks, had I known, I would have spoken softer at the inn at Bree. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically Aragorn's now like, you're a tough little son of a bitch and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Romance. Uh, so Gandalf uh, responds to this by giving a cryptic comment about Frodo taking after Bilbo and how there is more about you than meets the eye, uh, hinting at the mithril armor, though he does not speak of it aloud. So no one really knows, other than Gandalf and Frodo, why he's not dead. I wonder why he's not saying anything. Like, I could see why he didn't bring it up previously. Mm -hmm. We've got a pause but... here. Yeah, he... I, I don't know. I wonder, uh, maybe he just likes keeping them guessing. Because mm -hmm. they have to know about it eventually. Because otherwise, they wouldn't... Because later on, they know he has it. Mm -hmm. Or, point of fact, they know he doesn't have it anymore. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. so I'm just wondering why he's not saying anything. I know. It's a little interesting. It's not really secret. And I know Frodo's, like, you know, short of breath because he still took a big blow to the lungs. Yeah. But, you know, you could still show it. Do we feel that way, though, just because that's exactly what they did in the movie and it went over so well? Maybe. I mean, I do feel like there is a pause here, a post-climactic pause between our two uh, big incidents in this chapter where it makes sense. But I wonder if the reason why I feel like it makes sense is just because I've seen it I that way. I guess I just, 
I guess I just don't remember when it does come up again, even though I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it has to, unless I am again smooshing the books and the movies. Yeah. But I, I am pretty sure that they do see it later and assume he's dead or think that he might be dead. Yeah. I don't think that was just a movie thing. Mm. Well, we'll find out. But yeah. <laughs> it does it's just fall a, a little into that, like, okay, why are we keeping this secret thing? Like, just he's he, everyone's just assuming that like hobbits have extremely strong hides now yeah so i guess and i guess it's it's irresponsible of him not to say anything what if gimli's like let's test out the rest of them <laughs> the new fun game is stab a hobbit Aww, yeah. that hurts me pin the spear on the hobbit <laughs> pin the um, spear <laughs> anyway, um, enough talk of this. Frodo's not dead. Gandalf's not dead. Cool. Everything's fine. Uh, totally fine. The group, yeah, it's great. Uh, the group continues on and sees a red light brightening it up ahead of them, uh, like if there's fire and the air grows hot. And then they open into a hall that has a great fissure across the floor. From which flames are in fact emerging. Luckily, the way they came, it is behind them, and like the way they need to go. If they'd taken a different route, they would have been trapped. But as is, uh, they begin to run for it as the drums continue to beat doom behind them. Uh, eventually, they come to a bridge wide enough for only one person at a time, and there are no handrails, and it's my personal nightmare. You know, it's I would not just not my favorite. I'd be crawling across like at, at least it's explained that like it was an ancient defense because even if you took part of of you know moria from the east side you could only send an army one person at a time across this bridge but also nightmare shit no, no. i would be like on my knees crawling across this that's it i'm i think if a balrog was behind me i could do it but otherwise yeah i'd be like Oh, dear God. I mean, fair enough. If a Balrog was behind me, burning to death is worse than falling to death, but... Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, nope. Neither, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stay stay home in my hobbit hole, thank you very much. Yep. We can... uh, Ah, shoot. I was going to say we can be Tukes together, but the Tukes are the adventurous ones, aren't they? I mean, adventurous by hobbit standards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm happy to go on walkabouts and maybe go to Bree every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> it's a perfect level of adventurousness for me. Anyway, they they start going across the bridge, and arrows rain down after them. One actually bounces off of Frodo, which I think is so funny, because they still haven't mentioned that he has the armor. They just <laughs> see an arrow, just go, boink! <laughs> and one stabs through Gandalf's hat and resides there like a feather. And that is yep. my favorite image, possibly, of this chapter. Yes. It's so good. Through his pointed hat. Just... Yep, just right in there. That's that's why he wears the pointed hat. It's his <laughs> own armor. They will think it is my head. <laughs> Trixie, Trixie. Yep. Um, so Legolas moves to fire back at the orcs, but he actually drops the arrow in shock because behind them something had appeared. Not not an orc or a troll. It was like a great shadow in the middle of which was a dark form of man shape maybe, yet greater. <laughs> and a power and terror seemed to be in it and to go before it. Creepy. Yeah. Um, and even more creepy, the creature leaps across the fissure and uh, absorbs the flames 
which rise to wreath the creature as a black smoke swirls. Its streaming mane kindled and blazed behind it. In its right hand was a blade like a stabbing tongue of fire. In its left, it held a whip with many thongs. And Legolas names this creature for us all Balrog. And... I love Legolas's reaction because it's... I, I feel like he probably grew up, you know, hearing stories about how terrifying these creatures are, never never thinking he'd ever see one. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he believe just, God. like, he literally, like, drops his arrow. Like, he mm-hmm. knocks an arrow to fire, and then it just lets it fall, and then is like, uh, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. It's really, really good. And another of those, like, really good, like, yeah, we know what the stories he grew up hearing are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Gimli, probably not too far behind, he might have had slightly more expected to come across it, but still not really. Um, he names it as well as Durin's Bane. Uh, Gandalf, meanwhile, mutters, uh, a Balrog, now I understand. What an evil fortune, and I am already weary. Bro. Uh, Boromir responds by blowing out a challenge on his horn, and for just a moment, the creature halts, but then still continues its approach he didn't blow too early this time (laughs) (laughs) he blew right on time it was just right (laughs) uh so anyway gandalf yells at everyone to fly across the bridge aragorn and boromir steadfastly ignore the order everyone else halts at the doorway at the end of the hall Uh, gandalf then stands himself in front of the Balrog, wielding his staff and glamdring. And here's where I'm just going to pull out my book, because so much of this is just really good stuff. It is so good. It's such good stuff. Everyone's favorite lines. You cannot pass, he said. I am a servant of the secret fire, wielder of the flame of Anor. You cannot pass. The dark flame will not avail you, flame of Udun. Go back to the shadow. You cannot pass. The Balrog made no answer. The fire in it seemed to die, but the darkness grew. It stepped forward slowly onto the bridge, and suddenly it drew itself up to a great height, and its wings were spread from wall to wall. But still Gandalf could be seen, glimmering in the gloom. He seemed small and altogether alone, gray and bent like a wizened tree before the onset of a storm. From out of the shadow, a red sword leaped flaming. Glamdring glittered white in answer. There was a ringing clash and a stab of white fire. The Balrog fell back and its sword flew up in molten fragments. The wizard swayed on the bridge, stepped back a pace, and then again stood still. Uh, And then we have some heroics here where Aragorn cries out, He cannot stand alone! Elendil! I am with you, Gandalf! And Boromir cries, Gondor! and leaps after him. And I, I love these boys so much. Just like, holy shit, you can't kill this thing. Nope, not a chance. (laughs) But they tried. But at that moment, Gandalf lifted his staff, and crying aloud, he smote the bridge before him. The staff broke asunder and fell from his hand. A blinding sheet of white flame sprang up. The bridge cracked. Right at the Balrog's feet it broke, and the stone upon which it stood crashed into the gulf, while the rest remained, poised, quivering like a tongue of rock thrust out into emptiness. With a terrible cry, the Balrog fell forward, and its shadow plunged down and vanished. But even as it fell, it swung its whip, and the thongs lashed and curled about the wizard's knees, 
dragging him to the brink. He staggered and fell, grasped valiantly at the stone, and slid into the abyss. Fly, you fools, he cried, and was gone. <sighs> it's just so good. It's so good. It's especially, like, crappy, because I feel like this chapter really had, like, the fellowship really coming together. You know, like, mm -hmm. when they were battling earlier, they every, everybody was participating, everybody was doing good stuff, they were all working together, there was none of the previous disagreements happening, and then and then one of them dies. The leader yes. dies, and then Aragorn says, what yeah. does he say? He says something like, I will lead come. us. Yeah, come, I will lead you now. We must obey his last command. Man, it hurts. Yeah, and I think, I, I love it because so many deaths that we get are just like really quick ones but this is a like right proper epic one mm -hmm. and it just i mean the, that imagery is just so good just gandalf all small and wizened before the bell rock and he has this really good you know i am the servant of the secret fire speech mm -hmm. and so good anyway so much symbolism just i know most of us know what happens but i just just imagining like not knowing and reading this. Yeah, well, it's not It's not even about us. It's about them. They don't know he's coming yeah. back. Right? Yeah. I mean, Frodo so. goes the whole way not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> I very distinctly remember the first time I read Return of the King and got to the end and was like, oh, yeah, shit, they don't know. Sam, <laughs> Sam and Frodo don't know that he's alive when they wake up at the end. And I was like, oh, my God. Right? Oh, Yeah. I know, all these, all these poor babies have to do it. And, and, you know, like, Gandalf's kind of been... I mean, he's really the character that if you read The Hobbit and then went on to this, he's your, your lone connection, really. Yeah, he's holding to it together, too, as far as we have all of these disparate yeah. characters. Mm -hmm. Who literally, like, until now, until this chapter where they're all fighting together and are in sync and everybody's moving with the same mission, they haven't really been on the same page yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was the yeah. glue... Yep. And now the glue is gone. Oh, yeah. We had feelings in this chapter, clearly. Yeah. So many feelings. It was a pretty short chapter, though. It, it was. was pretty short. I would say we should finish it off, because that's not technically the very end. So the group does run out, and there's another bit that I love with the drums, where it's, um, but Frodo heard Sam at his side weeping, and then he found that he himself was weeping as he ran. Doom, doom, doom. The drum beats rolled behind. Mournful now and slow. Doom. And uh, the group then runs outside. They do make it through the great gates. Um, there's a guard of orcs just outside, but no one's, no one's got any, any time for them. So Aragorn just like kills their captain and the rest run away. And they run through and down and out far from the walls. And at last look back on the mountain that they... We're so close to getting through all as a group. And at last, grief overcomes them and they all just take a, take a while to cry. I don't know why, but this chapter more than any that we've read makes me just want to go put on the movie. Mm -hmm. I would agree. But also like read the rest of the book and the next <laughs> two books. Right? <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the chapters that, you know, like the, the council and many meetings... I, I enjoy reading them just like one at a time because, mm -hmm. you know, we can linger and they're not like action chapters. So you're just sort of 
taking it a little slower and not rushing forward. And that one is just like, it's just the right amount of, of lingering on the moments where it matters and then rushing forward to its tragic conclusion. And it 100% makes me want to keep reading. Yeah, I guess that's what it is, that you feel like you're driving towards the end now. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the next chapter, we all have to pause and sit <laughs> for a while again. <laughs> you know. Oh, Tolkien. <laughs> I was a little surprised because when I looked at it and saw that it was like only 10 pages, um, I was expecting a lot of the critical scenes to be way quicker than they actually were. Because I think a lot of the time that's what ends up happening is it's like, oh yeah, here's this huge instance that's like a paragraph. But no, like we actually got some good bits of battle and good reading of the book and good good Gandalf death. Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you guys, like, what do you think the secret fire is? Hope. Now, because... No, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because Now I'm asking more now that you've read <laughs> The Silmarillion. I feel like I remember talking about this back when we read The Silmarillion, and now I've forgotten everything about The Silmarillion, including... Oh, wait! No, he doesn't get... Because there's the... He ends up getting the ring of fire, right? But that's not until after he comes back. No, no, he has right? it now. Oh, he has it now? Okay. But, and that that's the thing. Like, if you're just reading these books, when you get to the end of Return of the King and you find out that, that Gandalf has always has had that ring, that's what you would assume. But if you've read um why the Silmarillion you could take it to mean a couple of different things because there is that line uh the the secret fire is sort of the the light or the power or whatever that uh Iluvatar used to create the world what is Aya Aya yeah. A yeah E A with umlauts yes. I don't, who knows how we pronounce things listen the secret fire of course has another different name that we would not connect it to. Everything has a name. So he could just be saying, like, I serve God. Yeah. that's <laughs> Which, fair. I mean, like, he literally does, so. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just, I like, I like the different interpretations that can have. That's all. Yep. Yeah. It's a really good I'm about to die speech. I'm it sorry. is. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, you, you, yeah, really would think it's, like, something super duper concrete. Because so many things, you have the little bits of, you know, throwbacks to the lore that now mm-hmm. we can be like, oh, I get this and that and that. And it's like, oh, no, it's like, hmm, could be, could be a few different things. Good. But yeah. I cannot. So the thing with this chapter was that so many of the lines, so much of the dialogue was like word for word in the movie, mm-hmm. um, particularly um, Gandalf's death speech, which I just could not read without hearing Ian McClellan yeah. in my head. Yep. Just... He was perfect. What do you want from me? Although they changed it to you shall not pass. Yeah. yeah. Instead of cannot. We Less get syllables. Into a deep philosophical discussion yeah. of the same. Shall not, cannot. Maybe it's that's the same. Yeah, it's the same. I don't, I'm, I, don't, I wonder why they changed it. It's weird reading you cannot pass now. Because yeah. I'm just so used to thinking you shall not pass. Well, and then there was that interesting, he was talking earlier about how he used... He tried to seal the door, right, with a word of command. And then he was like, but even though I sealed it, they could still break it down with physical force. So, like, what did the word of command even do? And then here, the difference between cannot and shall. I really think they probably just cut the syllable. And that's why. But It's not a cut. It just, it splits it up into yeah, cannot You shall being... not pass and you cannot pass are the same syllables. Or same amount. Mm-hmm. 
it but it, it splits it into four distinct mm-hmm. punctuated words instead of the we are thinking about this way yeah. too much probably also it's it's highly possible that they had it written in the script you cannot pass and ian mckellen was just like nope <laughs> shall not sounds better and just like did that and you're like okay cool that's We're true. like all right we already we already paid the balrog and and that was really expensive he's got to go home for the day cool we'll just leave it yeah <laughs> yeah i've heard that they're bastards to work with right oh they just they they ruin the uh the condiment or the food table for everyone at, at catering mm-hmm. by just making everything super duper spicy after they've gone by <laughs> i mean lots of people people yeah. are trying to drink their iced coffees and they just start boiling i i know that i was just as much a part of this but laughing makes me cough so let's <laughs> move on All right anyone have any favorite bits i just the gandalf speech it's great that's so good God, I love those drums. Yeah. The drums, the the arrow through his hat, which somehow doesn't make it into any of the fan art. I'm just saying. I know. When I you look at him that. on the bridge, right? All of the mm-hmm. fan art of him on the bridge is, you know, he looks normal. There's no weird arrow spiking through his pointy hat. <laughs> just incorrect, all of it. I do also love the idea that, like, there's this little hobbit running through these arrows, and these arrows are just pinging off him. <laughs> And they still don't know. (laughs) It's so good. And, oh, I do also really like Gandalf's line about swords are no more use here. That one's Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. They're all so good. Yeah, this is a good chapter. I I feel like this was a short chapter because everything that wasn't necessary was edited out. And it was just perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, every every word of it was great. Yeah. I think if you were to, like, make someone read just one chapter of these books like as preview or whatever, like this is such a good one. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not read this and just be mesmerized? Agreed. But you know what? I'm also really, really excited for the next chapter. <laughs> I am so excited to get to Lothlorien. Yeah. So that's our sneak preview, I guess. Next week, book two, chapter six. Sure. Six, Lothlorien. Wow. Yeah. Everyone, everyone can mourn some more. I was just flipping through the chapter and saw Haldir's name, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot that we meet Haldir next chapter. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, let's go get some elvish, elvish stuff. Everybody loves elves. Except for dwarves. Well, they're learning. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, I guess this is going to be a bit of a short episode, because we had a short yep. chapter, but... That happens. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Hope you also had emotions. Yeah, it's going to be a while before we see Gandalf again. <sighs> All right, so if you want to comment on anything, you can email us uh, at wanttoreadtolkien at gmail.com or uh, tweet at us at toreadtolkien. And I've got nothing else. Yeah, we'll see you so next week. We will see you all next week. Bye. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, we sign off. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. I'm Rachel. And I'm Emmy. And Bye. We'll see you all next week. Bye.